We've got our interviewees right here. Say hello, hello. Hello, thank you so hello. much for having us, everyone. Yes. Now, uh, introduce yourselves to our wonderful listeners. Well, my name's Verity, and I'm the writer and director of a new comedy called The Global Citizen. Ooh, nice. And my name is Rowan. I am the assistant director of the same show. <laughs> nice. Yes. I'm also where you do a lot of stuff like comical dramaturgy. Do you want to talk a bit more about that? Yeah, so I am listed on our show as a comical dramaturg. I'm also listed on our show as a sound designer as well. Wow. Which is uh, a lot of little balls to juggle. but uh, Jack of all trades. Something like that. Let's give everything a go and see which one comes out best, hey? When I heard about this show, because one of my friends is, is on this, is like involved in this show, Lucy Seal, who is playing Anita, I believe. Yes, she is. And she's doing a wonderful job. Anita is a mechatronic student. She's extremely Ooh. intelligent, very bright, but she gets picked on quite a bit by their manager. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Like the evil manager. We all relate to that, don't we? Oh, yes. Ah, uh, yes. Just that big person of all the power and like, it'd be wonderful if we just had less of that and more just like people work together. I am right here, guys. I mean, <laughs> um, Tom's the most evil of you. them all. <laughs> like, bear in mind, I'm also an EP. So like... Oh, Marcy. That, but, Tom um, and Marcy are genuinely the sweetest managers you could ever get. I'm just putting it out there. Oh, stop it. <laughs> but um, back to the interview. When I heard about the show, I was like super super excited because A got this friend like who was like really experienced got good stuff with like acting writing directing like playing this really wonderful character and then I realised this show actually has got really experienced people all around like you two for instance could you tell like tell us a bit more about the production process of the actual show like the people get involved in all of that well yeah absolutely I started to write this show it's about eight months old now the script wow. and I yeah, actually started to write it sort of as a bit of a procrastination when I was <laughs> working on my performing arts thesis so I found it as kind of a nice thing to do whilst getting that done and really it's sort of a mesh of my two passions which is both performing arts and law and really Really, it's a comedy, but it also explores those sort of deeper elements around workplace rights, you know, workplace bullying and exploitation of workers in the service industry. And Rowan and I actually met when we were both doing our honours thesis um, theses last year. This is our second project together. Nice. And yeah, we've just sort of been developing our collaborative sort of work together and kind of bouncing off different ideas with our different approaches as directors as well. So what are these different approaches you have as directors? Yeah, sure. Well, I guess because... Um, because I wrote the script, I sort of approach it from what is the intention behind each line? What does it mean for each character? Why are they there on the stage in, you know, space and time? Mm -hmm. How do they relate to one another? So it's really about the sort of psychological truth behind each character. And for the actors, it's up to them to sort of take bits and pieces of what I suggest, but also bring their own interpretations to it. And I think, Rowan, you know, you're sort of more on the physicality of it. Yeah, alternatively to that, I came on board because I have a background in clowning and physical theatre and physical comedy. So what I've been focusing on with the actors is those little moments, those little parts to make people laugh, the little jokes, the little uh -huh. things going back and forth. One of the really interesting things I've found about it is that a lot of it has been about setting up the environment where laughter can happen rather than trying to force jokes to work that aren't working or that aren't quite landing. Firstly, <laughs> very wonderful responses. Secondly, we have a background in physical theatre and clowning. That is really exciting to hear, like right there, from someone who just does like a lot of that stuff and I honestly just love doing that kind of stuff on stage as a performer so like it's really cool to hear that my thesis was about clowning in theatre so this is sort of an application of my academic research well <laughs> in terms of like applying any knowledge of that academic knowledge that's like really good right there and that is inspiration for everyone else who is 
doing stuff in terms of theatre, like academic-wise, like studying that, you can apply to really exciting shows like Global Citizen. Could you tell us a bit more about the manager, the failed actor of sorts? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So Adrian Del Rey is playing the manager and he's doing a wonderful job. Daniel, the manager, he's sort of on edge the entire time. He's sort of on the verge of an emotional breakdown because the general manager is coming to visit the store. Because of that fear he sort of feels, he's really rude and very abrupt to a lot of the staff members. And really that's sort of a reflection on, you know, the frontline staff get picked on by the manager because the manager's being picked on by the general manager. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of like this vicious kind of, you know, cycle of exploitation within the workplace. I am curious to know, is this based on any particular individual or any particular life experiences? Oh, well. <laughs> um, so Go for it. Tell <laughs> your boss that you hate the most. <laughs> so previously, as I, when I was doing my degrees at university, I've spent about six years working in the service industry in both retail and hospitality. So a lot of this play has been written out of those experiences. So I've had any number of managers who've been a bit abrasive, a bit abrupt. Particularly, I found when I was a bit younger, when I was about 18 or 19, Mm -hmm. I found I would get picked on quite a bit and I think that was due to my sort of youth and that's sort of where I've drawn on elements of Anita's character whereas as I got a bit older I sort of you know had more confidence and it didn't worry me as much so that's where Taylor who's the frustrated law student was kind of <laughs> created so I think sort of there are bits of lots of my life experiences that have come into this play. I'd like to just jump in there and go I'm still working in hospitality and I love my manager. <laughs> <laughs> I said sarcasm over there. <laughs> So you mentioned that this play has like a lot of your life experiences in it. So if the audience want to learn something from your life, what can they find in these characters that you could say like that you want to teach your audience? What are some of the things that the characters in your play can teach the audience? Well, I think certainly there are three women who work in the shoe store. Helen, who is a single mother who's been divorced, as well as Anita and Taylor, who are both university students. But the one thing they all have is they have a great friendship and they all support one another. And I think through my experiences working in the service industry, that's how I really got through every shift because you'd befriend everyone you worked with and you'd at least enjoy the conversations you would have with each other. So I think that support that they all have for each other is one thing. And certainly they're all really ambitious people and they really want to break out of that world of retail. And I think that's another thing, that kind of positivity and that resilience mm -hmm. in life, certainly. And this is a stupid question, but I've seen all those memes about how when you're working in, because I work in customer service on the phone, so I know that when I I'm talking to my colleague and all of a sudden a customer comes in and how annoyed you are. Do you have any funny stories about that? When you're having like a fun conversation with your colleague and then like a customer comes in and asks you, how much is this? Do you have any funny stories like oh, that? Oh, most definitely. <laughs> well, first you should come see the show because there are oh. lots of moments within the script that um, are exactly that. But I might tell you an experience with Boxing Day sales. Oh my God. <laughs> and I have to say, I wasn't actually present when this happened, but it is a story told to me by one of my old colleagues who was lovely. But of course, Boxing Day is a bit of a disaster. As always, it's a very busy time in the service industry. And she said once this lady walked up to her, there was a queue of about 10 people waiting in line and demanded service. And she said, I'm sorry, ma'am, you're going to have to wait your turn. So the lady picked up a flat and actually <gasps> threw it at her. Oh my God. It didn't hit her, but she ducked under the table and it hit the wall. And unfortunately, it's uh, what happens on Boxing Day. The last time I actually worked I was the only person in my area for oh my the whole God, eight no. hours or whatever that I was rostered on because we were understaffed. Goodness so, sake. 
Yes. I mean, you can look on it as an objective perspective and kind of laugh a little bit, but um, <laughs> that's how I've created the show. So there you go. <laughs> Everything has a positive outcome. So the outcome. show is filled with all these experiences. So we can expect a lot of retail, juicy retail gossip and people throwing shoes at each other. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> so I'm just going to jump in here. I would love to see the show, but where can we see it? So the show is yeah. presented by The Butterfly Club, um, which is in the city, and it's presented as part of their one-act play festival. So we're really lucky to be involved in that. So it's all about bringing new emerging writers, plays to life, which is really exciting. Why did you choose the Butterfly Club out of any other venue? Sure. Well, the Butterfly Club, it's a lovely, intimate space. And we've used really used that to our advantage in terms of the staging of each character and making the most of the space of what we have. And I mean, the people who work there are so supportive and really lovely. And they're really giving us good skills that we can hopefully use for this project, but also future projects to come as well. If you haven't been to the Butterfly Club, the Butterfly Club has this little... Uh, stage right up the front and then it's got this walkway all the way down in between the audience so we're able to use that entire sort of deep into the audience and up on stage as well to involve everyone in the horror that is retail. (laughs) (laughs) Well I have to say I've been in the Butterfly Club and I think it is a perfect venue for a show like this. It will bring the show up from marvellous to especially (laughs) marvellous so I'm very keen to see that. Do you have any more information about like socials or like websites or anything like that. Oh yes, we have our Norbury Productions Facebook page and we're hoping to build a website in the future and we're a upstart independent theatre company. This is our first premiere production. So Facebook, we've also got an Instagram page, again Norbury underscore productions and it's really exciting so it's all sort of coming together. Nice and we're talking about our socials and how it's going to be like a nice immersive experience. So what are three things your audience can look forward to the most when they come and see your play? Well there'll be comedy, so laughter. (laughs) People throwing shoes. (laughs) Potentially. Hopefully not the audience though. (laughs) They might learn something because there are some interesting legal facts that might pop up every now and then and some strong acting as well because we have an amazing cast. Well that's what we like to see. Um, I've got a couple more questions before we wrap up. One, when is your show taking place? So we open on the 4th of March so that's next Monday Mm -hmm. and from then Wednesday through to Saturday it's from 5.30 to 6.30 30 p.m. Excellent. And can we expect to see a sequel? Ooh. Ooh. Or perhaps another season of the show. Mm. Well, it's certainly on the cards with the strength of the actors that we have. And I guess it's all about testing the script and how it's received by the audience. So hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) 